You're listening to nothing but the best of internet marketing talk, and you're listening to the David Conley Show. And here's your host, David Conley. Greetings, brothers and sisters of the planet Earth. You're listening to The David Conley Show, coming at you from dcradionetwork.com. Hello to all the people on iTunes. Hello to all the people on Stitcher. Hello to all the people on the website. If you're on the website just about now, you can see me on the live video stream. We have a little chat room here with a few buddies hanging out. If you hear some strange Skypey noises, don't worry, it's all right. It's just some folks having a little chat. And if you're in the Skype room, feel free to just, just, uh, <laughs> I've turned into Bruce Forsyth. Feel free to just chat away. It's cool. We don't mind. Do what you need to do. As long as you agree with every word I say. Anyway, um, you know, today is kind of a very cool day because, as you know, we are interested in web development these days. And the funny thing is, you know, if you're interested in earning a living via the web, then surely you're interested in building websites. If you're interested in building websites, you're probably interested in PHP. And if you're interested in PHP, then you're probably interested in frameworks. And if you're interested in frameworks, then you have came to the right place. Because you know, I'm always babbling on about frameworks. What's the best framework in PHP and all of that stuff? Uh, and it's kind of a big subject here. But you see, folks, this is big. This is the topic of the day, you know. And so today is a very special day because I'm joined by one of my super cool insiders. His name is Javor. He is all the way from Bulgaria. Can you believe it, folks? I told you this was an international audience. Anyway, Yavor has been an insider. He comes, you know, touches base in the room. We keep in touch. And he has been experimenting with a variety of different PHP frameworks. Now, let me give you folks the lay of the land. We reckon over at the Insider Club, that we've pretty much narrowed it down to three or four possible technologies. You know, if you're talking about building websites, we like Laravel, we like Symfony, we like Codeigniter, but we're kind of a bit unsure as to which direction is the best to go in. So I'm delighted to welcome Yavor, the man with the plan. How are you doing, Yavor? Great, thank you David. How are you doing? Very good, thanks. Have you put any more YouTube videos up recently? Nope, not yet. Oh, gee, well... I've been frameworking all over the place. Right, okay, well how has it been going? Tell us the vibe. Well, uh, as you said, we've uh, narrowed it uh, to three main frameworks. Uh, Symphony 2, Aravel and Codeigniter. And um, here's the vibe. Uh, I've been exploring this and also somehow the motivation of uh, their authors. And here's the thing, uh, Codeigniter and Laravel are built uh, by people who don't want 
actually to get your money for their framework. They release it for free. Okay. Uh, they do tutorials, but they don't do, well, let's say, seminars and certification and all that. Okay, Laravel does uh, uh, some seminars, but I haven't yet heard of any certification about Laravel, uh, for Laravel developer. Yep. And uh, Symfony 2 team does um, certifications for large, large amounts of money, and uh, this is... Uh, this brings up a problem in my mind because uh, they have uh, they have it all great, okay? They have great documentation. Uh, they have a huge community. Uh, they're all over the place, and uh, they've been here since years. Mm -hmm. Not like Laravel, for example. Yep. But um, the thing is. Um, You've seen that site uh, where Fabian and friends get uh, thousands of euro per day for a symphony consultation? Yep, yep. Well, that's the thing. Uh, it makes me worry because uh, it looks like uh, if you don't pay to learn symphony, you won't uh, have uh, you you won't have the ability to make uh, a good site with it. Mm. It, it looks so, so to me. Or if you happen to make a good site, it's okay. But at some point, you will have to pay them. It looks so to me. And, and what, so pay them for like like teaching or uh, service? Teaching or, or consultation, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, mm -hmm. And hmm. uh, there's some, some other stuff here. Um... Um, I have uh, brought my choice to Codeigniter these days because um, it looks like uh, you can't do something with uh, Symphony 2 without breaking the rules. And it uh, has so many rules. Uh, I want to tell you here a story about uh, a father of six kids, okay? And uh, they asked him, in an interview or so, uh, well, what is, uh, what is the most important thing when you have uh, six kids? And he said, well, don't have too many rules. Because, well, <laughs> if you have many kids, uh, one kid is always breaking a rule and you will get angry and so, far, and so forth. <laughs> All right. You get it, and uh, with uh, Codeigniter there aren't so many rules, so you're more flexible, you're more free to write your code. Hmm. And uh, with Symfony there are ways to write your code, but um, you need to read tutorials, read the manual, uh, and it takes a lot of time to just start coding. Yeah, well I noticed that, I mean I was... I was certainly playing around with it for a while before I could even get it set up, you know. Yep. Uh, it's a drag. Hmm. Yeah. So when did you actually move on to Codeigniter? When did you make the decision? Was was this quite a recent thing? No, uh, nope, exactly. But uh, I've been coding with Codeigniter for two years. Yeah. And I've been coding PHP for about six years. Mm. And with uh, HTML and CSS, I've been just playing around 
since uh, I was uh, 16 years old, I'm 26 now. So about 10 years in, well, not web development, but playing with web. Mm. Okay. And uh, yeah, I know Codeigniter pretty well, but I think uh, it took me just, well, maybe a week to learn. Yeah. And I think it's a great choice, still a great choice. Without uh, all the bells and whistles of uh, PHP 5.3. Mm. Uh, there's another thing I want to talk about. Um, here's the vibe, okay, <laughs> as I say. All right. Um, the vibe is um, they have rewritten Symphony 1.4. 1, 1. Yeah. And. Um, you can't run your code that was written uh, for Symphony 1 on Symphony 2. And that's not okay. Uh, uh, it's been uh, several years, okay, but uh, you can't just uh, fix, fix the code and uh, make it run on Symphony 2. It's impossible. You, you have to rewrite it. Mm. Okay. And uh, I have friends uh, who, okay, one friend. Exactly, who uh, codes in uh, C Sharp and uses the .NET framework. It's uh, a Microsoft creation. Not uh, okay. And um, what I want to say is, uh, if you write some code uh, in .NET one, okay, and the current version is uh, well, let's say four point five. If you write some code in uh, in .NET 1, your code, code still runs, or maybe with a few fixes only, still runs on 4.5. And that's the great thing. If you're a company that has a, a huge um, application, a huge uh, program, uh, you don't have to rewrite the whole thing to make it run, let's say, on the new version on, on the framework and to use the new, new stuff from the framework. Yep. Do you want to add something here? Any ideas on that? Well, I, I kind of get the sense that you're possibly going for the same kind of conclusions that I've had for a while, which is that, um, I think I said a few days ago, you know, people go on about the new 5.3 features and all of that, and the new, uh, I'm not sure if they're called libraries or whatnot, but the, the stuff there's a technical phrase that comes with things like Laravel and Symfony, um, such as, oh gee, like uh, authentication stuff. There's my technical word of the day and all of that. Um, but you know what? I think that all of this can be... Uh, hang on, someone in the room saying, run this past me again. Okay, Paul, what do you need clarification on here? What do you need clarification on? Talk to me. Just waiting on the... Okay, well, here's what I'm saying, okay? He's saying stuff. He wants me to clarify what I mean. I shall clarify. When you get a framework like Codeigniter, you're pretty much left to figure it out, okay? There's no built-in templating system. There's no authentication. There's no, you know, email reminder system or any of the bells and whistles that come with things like Zend and 2 or Zen 2, Symphony 2 and so on, Laravel, okay? They all come with those things pre-built. 
Now, the reason why I'm calling those things stuff is because I have to watch every word I say. If I call them, if I say, come on and say, hey man, those widgets, and just do that and then call it wrong, I'll have 50 emails from people saying, hey man, it's not widgets, it's libraries. And if I call them libraries and someone says, hey man, it's not libraries, it's plugins or something, you know, it's just a complete hornet's nest. So I hope you'll forgive me and that's why you'll hear me being super untechnical and calling it stuff, you know, that's all I'm saying. So the point I'm trying to make is when you, um, I just kicked the table there, when you uh, look at all of that stuff, all of that, you know, selection of pre-installed goodies that do all sorts of things, as far as I can tell, you can pretty much rewrite all of that uh, quite easily if you're using CodeIgniter, especially if you're using HMVC, you know. I, I would, I mean, as a genuine question, and it's not a loaded question, it's not a trick question, I'm not trying to catch anyone out, okay, but I would love a Laravel, a Zend, or a Symfony person, even a Yi framework person, please come and tell me one thing that you can do that can't be built with CodeIgniter. Now, I'm not saying, you know, you can take advantage of 5.3 features. Look, I'm not talking about the geek code level. I'm talking about on a website, member of the public, public, the public, accessing the web level. I can't really think of anything that, that can't be done with CodeIgniter. And so, the, the, the feeling I'm getting, I'm sorry, I'm going on here, Yavoa. The, the feeling I'm, I'm getting is that the ultimate decision as to what the best framework is, is probably going to be guided by uh, politics and business decisions and all of that other stuff, more so than features. Can you handle what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, there's a thing uh, about frameworks, yeah? Yeah. Uh, and... It is actually the same with uh, languages you you are programming in. Uh, there is not a best language, uh, but there is a, a best language for a cert certain task or certain goal. Yeah. And uh, actually, it's um, pretty much like martial arts. Uh, did you hear they say there is no one best martial art? They are all different, but. Uh, mm. It, it depends uh, on uh, how much you have mastered the stuff, uh, the toy, uh, the tools you're using, actually. Yep. Not, not yep. so much on, on the martial art on, or on the framework. Yep. And what, what I want to say, actually, is uh, that uh, Symfony and Zend, uh, for example, have, have um, so many tools to master. And there is a thing. Um, if, you, if you do, well, let's say... Um, the simplest punch in a martial art, and you do it, let's say, 10,000 times or 50,000 times in the years you're practicing that martial art, okay? Mm. Your punch is going to get heavy, really heavy, and if you punch some, someone in the face or in the stomach or whatever, you're absolutely going to maybe kill him, I don't know you're going to make great damage to that person. And uh, let's say you have uh, studied 10,000 punches 
not practiced one punch 10,000 times, but studied 10,000 punches and practiced them only once. Mm. Well, you basically can't do anything to that person or yeah. there's not much you can do with I hear what those 10,000 punches. Yep. Yeah, there's a, there's a famous Bruce Lee quote. What was it he said? I'm not afraid of the guy who knows 10,000 moves but I'm afraid of the guy who knows one move and has done that move 10,000 times. Yep, I'm, I'm speaking of that, yes. Yeah. And uh, when you're using Codeigniter, there's only a few and basic tools, but you're mastering the basics, so to say. Yep. And you're ge getting faster and faster and faster and faster, and you're still remaining pretty flexible. You can actually make... Uh, get, get a library out there or PHP class and make it to a library and a few minutes or less and have your library okay I have built one today <laughs> yeah and uh, if you have to build a bundle for symphony wow that's a drag hmm interesting well it's funny because I, I I know a few people who have played around with the new generation frameworks and what I'm hearing is oh man these are awesome this is the way to go everybody just loves the new technology they're raving about it and they're talking about the PHP renaissance but every time I say has it made you any faster they say no <laughs> and if I say well have you built any websites no and and it just seems to be slowing everything down I'll give you a funny story Yavo okay. I used to let me get this right. In 2004 till 2006, I actually worked for, uh, I had as a client, a guy who's one of the most famous martial artists in the world, you know. And um, through him, I actually met uh, one of Bruce Lee's best pals, you know, a guy called Ted Wong. Now, I know that everyone says they know Bruce Lee and everybody trained with Bruce Lee, right? It's the kind of biggest fraud ever. But Ted Wong, W-O-N-G, he really, really did. Um, if you've ever saw the Bruce Lee Fighting Method books, which, you know, what books which you can get with Bruce Lee, this guy Ted Wong is all over these books, you know? And uh, really and truly, he... Uh, was one of the guys who was very close to Bruce Lee and he told me that when when Bruce Lee held a martial arts clash, you know, apparently uh, when there was newcomers who showed up, he would basically line them up, okay, and check them out and he'd go along and he'd see one guy and the guy would maybe be a big tall person or some big heavy guy and he'd say, you should focus on wrestling. He'd see another guy who's like lighter and quicker and he'd say you should be focusing on kind of like kung fu stuff and he'd see another guy and he'd go along and everyone would be doing something suited to them, you know? Isn't yep. that the coolest theory ever? Or the coolest teaching philosophy? Yep. You know? And uh, the thing is, um, uh, you have reminded me of something I wanted to say actually. Yep. Uh, I... Well, he had the itch to earn, uh, to learn Python and Ruby, <laughs> and I've played around with those. Yeah. Uh, they have, uh, well, great frameworks. Uh, Python has Django and Ruby has Rails, and you've probably heard about those. Uh, the web gurus, so to say, codes in Ruby and in Python, <laughs> and it's about class, I think. 
yep. in, in between web developers. And there is a thing, uh, the current uh, symphony actually uh, has uh, some, some libraries, let's not say ripped off of uh, Django, but uh, pretty similar, okay, made with PHP, the same, the same thing made with PHP. And uh, they have also some stuff uh, made like Ruby. Okay, Laravel, for example, has uh, the active record thing uh, equivalent. I don't know how to read that. Yeah. Yep, they have it actually from Ruby, uh, uh, from Rails, actually. Ruby on Rails. Mm. And uh, the thing I'm thinking is, uh, okay, uh, there's one wonderful language and Python with uh, its framework Django, and there's one wonderful language Ruby with its framework Rails, okay? But why not uh, make something that uh, fits PHP really well? Why steal from the other languages? That's the thing I cannot get, actually. Mm, I hear that. I know um, that Derek was saying recently, I mean, Derek's been on the show, he's a good developer. Um, he was saying recently that it seems to be all going Java-like, you know, everything seems to be going kind of formalized and all that and changing and I don't know, man, you know. Um, I, I, I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, I think that what the guy Taylor Otwell has achieved, I mean, to go from nowhere to suddenly having this framework used by thousands of people is incredible, you know. Um, but I've said before that th there's something about the whole thing which I know, I know for a fact that business users, like heavy, hardcore business users, would be um, somewhat nervous about using a framework which, you know, by their own admission and their own words is pretty much a part-time project, you know. Um, a framework which appears to be getting rewritten constantly, and and that makes people nervous, you know. Well, I, David, uh, actually, that guy, yeah, uh, he's being hired by a company, I yep. believe, and yep. uh, they are paying him to do that full time now. When did you get this information? Well, I think. Uh, on IRC because I saw him in the Laravel channel. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I was talking to people and they said uh, he's uh, on and off here because he's working now on Laravel full time and he has time to spend on the IRC also talking to the to the users of the framework. Okay. Not not only on weekends and yeah, that's the source actually. All right. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Um. Well, I, I'm not gonna uh, go into the thing and I, I don't yeah. really want to you know criticize anyone who's not here I I think the guy is fantastic I saw us I've never met him I've never talked to him but I saw us a speech a presentation on YouTube just I think it was two days ago and I thought the guy was fantastic he was talking about how we need to welcome newbies you know we need to have good documentation and he just seems a very approachable guy. I've seen him on the forums and people are yep. just saying, can you add this, can you add this, change this, change this. And he just comes on the forum and he's like, okay, okay, I'll do it tonight, cheers. And I've never seen such an easygoing guy, you know. 
That's great. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And I, I like to think that this is maybe, maybe this is the beginning of a kind of new age for PHP because, you know, I've, I've said before, although I have, I've said in the chat room, I haven't said on the show, but there's a big giant problem with the PHP community just now. And the problem is basically that there's tons of material and books and tutorials and all of that stuff for the hello world people, okay? If you're just starting PHP, no problem. Absolutely tons. I have tons of books. If anyone wants them, give me a shout. I'll send you them for free. Tons of stuff, right? And there's also tons of stuff for the GitHub forking the next framework freaks, like the really hardcore people, okay? Now, if you're having conversations about kernels and namespaces and forking on Git and all of that, you're a pretty hardcore person. Certainly more hardcore than me. And there seems to be a lot of resources for people there. But you see, the people who are in the middle, that massive group who are caught somewhere between Hello World and Kernels, there's nothing, you know, there's no books, there's no uh, forums that I'm aware of, I can't find any screencast, there is nothing, you know, it's like yeah. a big black hole. I like to think that that's kind of where uh, this show fits in, you know, I, I hope that we can uh, cater to that crowd. Listen, I'm in that crowd, and it's fine. Nothing wrong with not being technically brilliant. I'm sure there's things that I'm good at which the really, really technical people aren't good at, and it's fine, you know. Um, if uh, if you, I just uh, want to bring something to the table here. Yep. If you think of people in general, uh, let's uh, think of finances, it's actually the same. There are few, okay, let's say in your country, there are only a few people that uh, are basically broke, they have no money, and only a few people that are so, so rich. Yeah, mm. And the, the rest of the people is in the middle. Yep. And, and it's it's like with PHP guys, actually. It's the same. Yeah. It looks the same to me. Yeah. And it's kind of seasonal. You know what's kind of cool? I, um, I, I think that in PHP, there's times for learning and there's times for earning, you know? Maybe yep. this is a time for uh, earning, I tell you, because... <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> I'm always bragging about how much I'm selling websites for. But I don't know if you can see on the video stream here. Can any of you folks see the video stream? I don't even know if it's working. I have it disabled because oh. I have the echo thing. All right. So the, the guys in the chat room. There was a video stream. I think it's gone actually because the chat room has gone quiet. Let me just check. Uh, I think it has gone. Um, yeah, what I was going to say, if you're on the video stream and if you, if you look behind me, where, is it working? Who knows? But like, I've got a whiteboard with this big list. Let me just have a look, actually. There's like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Yep, there's, I see it now. Do you see that? Can you see on the right-hand side there the big zeros? <laughs> <laughs> Can you see that? Yeah. Okay. That's how much I'm getting paid for these. 
and it's just a big row of zeros. Now, do you see the ones with the boxes around them? Like about half of them have got big red boxes around them. Well, I don't see which is red, actually. Right, you can see all of the zeros, right? Yeah. This is all people who have purchased websites. They've paid a 50% deposit. And then the site's been built, it's finished, it's cool. And then they've all been contacted and told, great news, that's your site finished. And for one reason or another, they've not paid. It's unbelievable. I have never, I've been doing this since 1996, I have never seen an economic climate like this. Can you imagine getting a site built, paying good money for it, and then when it's finished, you just hit the road, you know? It's unbelievable. In fact, hold on, I think one of them sent a check. Maybe I should score one, one of them out. Okay, what one was it again? Oh, gee, they're not even on the board. But look at it. This is the economy. It's unbelievable. A big bunch of zeros, you know? So it's, it's kind of good that we're talking about this, Yavor, because, uh, you know, there is a time for earning and a time for learning and maybe this is the good, a good time to learn you know because the whole economy seems to be crumbling and I guess there's nothing well, well uh, about learning um, I've been looking into the uh, Codeigniter free change walk actually oh yeah uh, I think yesterday mm. uh, with uh, one uh, one guy from the chat room sent me the link I don't remember the, the name of the guy I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, but whatever. Um, I've seen that um, Codeigniter 3 has uh, some, let's say, updates, but no, actually not, not much of a upgrades, so not much of a rewrite. And actually things that was uh, written for Codeigniter 2 are going, I think, uh, to work on Codeigniter 3, the new version. Well, that's, that's good cool. to hear. That's very good to hear. Yeah. Uh, and uh, about the learning thing, uh, I'm really putting my hopes uh, to Laravel because uh, that guy has a different background. Mm, those guys from Symfony and Zend have been coding PHP frameworks uh, since the dawn of time, <laughs> so mm. to say. And... Uh, Taylor is somehow different. He, he does it somehow different. Okay? And I think uh, he has a, well, a cool approach to frameworks. And if uh, this thing uh, gets a good enough, uh, big enough community, so it is accepted by the business world, it will, it will be cool, I think. Yeah, absolutely. But you know something? He needs some business guidance, in my opinion. Now, I'm not, I'm not knocking him as a person or the people who have hired him or anything. I'm just saying that if you look at uh, Symphony, that guy, is it Fabian or Fabian? He's, he's charging, what, 3,000 euros per day for consultations. They're raking it in with cert certification. And let me stress, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, you know. I'm okay with commercialization. It makes the lights go on. It pays for hospitals and everything's cool, you know. Um, I think that I, I would love to be able to just have a coffee with the guy from Laravel, you know, from, with Taylor Otwell. I wouldn't try and do anything, like, business-wise, but I think I could give the guy some good advice, you know? Yep. I know that sounds cocky, but I could. Let me tell in fact, 
I think it's time for the cocky statement of the day. <laughs> Go on. Have you ever been in a Saab or a Vauxhall car? I think Vauxhalls are called Opel in Europe and America. Yep. Okay. I don't, I don't know. All right, there you go. Was it built after the year 2004? Was it built after the year 2004? I see Paul's in the room. He's saying he owns one and he's saying yes. Well, check this out. Here's my show off of the day, right? Do you know that... Um, I, oh, geez, I shouldn't actually... I need to be careful because I don't want to say anything uh, incriminating. Listen, they're good companies. There's nothing, you know, bad. I'm not saying anything dodgy about them. But there was a problem in the motor trade with cars going missing, right? I know it sounds crazy, but when you buy a new car, right? When you buy a brand new car, it, uh, let's say you order a car and you live in Glasgow like me, right? And say, say it was a Saab. And I don't even know if Saab are still going, but this was the vibe. Well, when you order a car, it gets made in the factory, right? Then it comes off the conveyor belt. It goes to a mechanic who fixes it. Then he sends it somewhere else, and then they send it onto a boat. And then it comes to the UK. Then it goes to a big centre in London. Then it goes on the back of a big truck to the Saab garage in Scotland. And then eventually it goes to the owner. Can you handle the vibe? Yep. Now, there was a big, massive problem in the motor trade because there's about 12 people that the whole thing's got to go through there, you know? And mechanics and truck drivers and factories and all sorts. And during that process, cars were literally going missing. And that's serious stuff, like just disappearing completely, you know? And it was it ended up a catastrophe. Um and it ended up, uh, you know, there was like fields with brand new cars and they were just rusting away. Literally just rusting because no one knew where they were to go or anything, you know. So here comes the cocky section. I actually ended up building an, a, a website in PHP. And when one of those cars gets produced in the factory, as soon as it comes off the factory line, they add it to the, the website, you know, they say, okay, the cars went off the thing, and it sends a text message on, you know, mobile phone SMS to the next guy in the chain, and then he gets it, and he updates the website, and whilst this is going on, the dealers are all being updated, everyone knows what's happening, and it's tracking the cars, you know? That's great, so that's good the, the the bragging point is that if you have ever... Uh, been in or driven an Opel or a Vauxhall, a Saab, after the year 2004, then my software or web app has actually processed that car at one point. As a matter of fact, if it wasn't for me, maybe you wouldn't even be driving it. But <laughs> here is the point, okay? I'm the guy who... You know, I'm not a technical guy. I'm I'm really not. People on YouTube are starting to figure this out, you know. I talk a good game, but I'm I'm not technically brilliant. I, I I don't use the command prompt or the terminal. I you know, I only recently started typing in echo instead of print, you know. so I am not a technical genius. Now, if a guy like me 
with my limited knowledge can have a website with well over a quarter of a million cars on it being used by some of the biggest manufacturers in the world processing millions of pounds worth of you know cars if I can land that gig why can't a guy like Taylor Otwell you know and that's why I say I would love to have a coffee with him because if I was to meet him and say listen have a Starbucks or something on me I'm telling you within three weeks I would have him face to face with some very heavy hitters and I'm not you know making out I'm a heavy hitter or anything but I'm just you know I'm just surprised that a guy like me can land gigs like that and as far as I can tell the Laravel community aren't quite there yet can I get away with saying that without sounding cocky Yavo? yeah it's it's okay actually oh, all right well so well anyway I've got it's, it's a great you you You've built those sites and yeah, it, that stuff. It, it was it was cool. In fact, um, there's a one of the biggest car dealerships in the UK is Arnold Clark, and I remember they saw this system that I'd built, and they said that they've paid a million pound to have a similar system built, and you know <laughs> you, you can call it bragging but they actually said they thought my system was better but here's the funny thing forget about that the funny thing is the system i had didn't do anything clever at all it was just hundreds and hundreds of you know if statements and that's all it was just hundreds and hundreds of features listen the news flash that I want to get across to people here, there's people listening to this show who are technically so much better than me, people in the room, people like yourself, you don't need to be technically brilliant to land good gigs, do you know what I'm saying? This is the message, it's a message of hope, and for anyone who thinks I'm being cocky today, just look behind me at the big board with all the zeros, you know, <laughs> there's what I'm making today, people, you know. <laughs> exactly, but that's okay, you know. That's okay. It, it would be good if you can add uh, a one in front of those all those zeros. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I heard someone posted a check today, but I can't pick it up. The banks are closed and everything, so I'm going to be like licking condensation from the windows for dinner tonight, you know. <laughs> it's a real drag, you know, but. In a way, it's kind of good because I don't want to be come up, coming on here bragging and saying I'm making this, I'm making that. Listen, we all have good times, we all have bad times. I'm having a financially challenging time just now, but that's okay. It doesn't make me a bad person. And if you're having a challenging time, it doesn't make you a bad person. You know, we're all cool and uh, hopefully we won't starve, you know. Anyway, uh, listen... I'm sorry, carry on. Yeah, I, I wanted to summarize uh, all my thoughts about frameworks. That's yeah. cool, I was just going to ask you to do that, I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, the first thing is, if you're not using a framework, get one. Because <laughs> uh, there are plenty of PHP developers that are still doing uh, all the modules and uh, includes and stuff without a framework and it's really heavy, really hard to change. I have such friends. Yeah. Uh, okay, and get get a simple a simple framework. You can you can easily learn, and that actually makes you faster, not slower. 
Mm. That's cool. Uh, the other thing is, uh, if you're using Codeigniter, it's okay to stick with it. I think still it's okay. It's it's a great framework. And uh, keep an eye on Laravel. What what comes forth? You think Laravel is the one to watch? What about Symfony? I mean, do you well, do you think it's just you, too difficult if, or if something? You, uh, if you think uh, you will have the money to pay for consultation and uh, for well teaching, mm. it's okay. I think it's okay. But if you don't think you have the money, if you are you're you're on a tight budget or so, I think. Codeigniter is pretty cool. Yeah. You can you can do all the stuff, and you can actually use Codeigniter with uh, PHP 5.3 and use the bundles and stuff. I think that's, that's cool. Not 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 all the bundles, but there are some you can use. Well, one other thing just before we finish, you tried the video learning series from those Symphony folks. I can't remember their name. Is it KPM uh, or something? K KNP University and K KNP States uh, for OK, no problem. KNP. Yeah, how did you get on with that stuff? Well, it's actually a good presentation, a good preview. And I like the girl's voice and all that, but uh, <laughs> the thing is, you can't uh, really fall through because um, Symphony is uh, there are two factors actually. The one factor is uh, they they supply you with um, the the tutorials uh, written in PDF, but uh, they aren't full. They are just the script that the girl is reading mm. in the videos. Uh, and the second thing is, uh, okay, the video uh, the video is made for Symphony, let's say, 2.1.0, and you're using Symphony 2.1.3, and what happens? Okay, something doesn't work, and you have to figure it out. And uh, they also sh show you how to use some bundles, and the bundles change all the time, so uh, the, the videos uh, aren't actually, well... Working, yeah. You can't, you can't just uh, walk and fall. You, yeah. You must go Google, check it out, and all, all the stuff. Yeah, I thought the gal had a, a fantastic voice, but it doesn't make the videos any easier. You know, it's just this yeah. very nice voice telling you stuff that's really confusing. Yeah, it's, I, it's a good good sales technique. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually wish I knew Symphony so as I could teach it. You know, I mean, I think I could be really good at teaching. Would you like to know what my first my introduction would be like? Learn Symphony 2 with David Connolly. This is what it would be like. Sneak preview, right? Yep. Chapter 1. Is it routes or routes? I don't know. Who cares? Yep. Folks, routes, I think. to set up the routes, we're going to have to use a YAML file. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking a YAML sounds like one of those creatures from the planet Endor in Return <laughs> of the Jedi. Well, I agree. And that would be how I would start, you see. <laughs> okay. Um, listen, Yavo, it's been a pleasure, a plum pleasing pleasure and a privilege, as uh, who's his name? Les Brown says. And uh, Paul, our resident security expert, has said, and still nobody mentions the benefits of AOP in any framework, meaning aspect oriented programming. We, we need to get uh, Paul on board, I think. Get who? Bo. Bo. Oh, Paul. Paul. Yeah, we need to. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm going to drag Paul on board at some point. But I'll tell you, 
Um, I'll tell you everything that I know about AOP, aspect-oriented programming, right now. Now, it's really important to get this, okay? So, turn your speakers up, because I'm going to give you everything that I know about AOP, okay? And this has been from years of study. Okay, are we ready? All right. And then I'm going to just hit the stop button.